Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To shift, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. Don't know how that's going to play out. Don't know when that's going to happen. When that does, that will leave, you know, some room. I mean, Florida State and Clemson probably go to the SEC. I think that would give them 18. I'm pretty sure because I think Texas and Oklahoma are 16. So they would, that would give them 18. Would they go to 20 to match the Big, tw- uh, the Big 10? Perhaps. Okay. So then they, they, uh, they take two more from the ACC then. Um, you know, North Carolina probably, right? I mean, that would make sense. We'll see. I mean, North Carolina might be attractive for Big Ten. But Big Ten's going to be at 20 if they get Oregon, Washington, and Cal and uh, Stanford. Right, but as you said, that's no extra value. Right, they could them. just go to 24. I mean, they, there's nothing that prevents it. it. It just sets up. What it sets up, folks, is it absolutely it, – it, like, you know, it's like it's – like, College athletics is like reverting back to Pangea. Like we're we're sort of starting over in a way, right? And you're just gonna have you're just gonna have like the top fifty, and that's it. And then there's gonna be everybody else. Um, And Memphis was never gonna be in the top fifty. I mean, like I, I think that was, you know, very unlikely. But it's it's becoming clearer that they will not be in this discussion, um, and uh, and it's just it's not. I, you you wish there was a, 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 a you know I know I'm not very good at raising morale here, Jason. I'm just, I'm I'm. Failing. I don't think that's the job. Yeah, well, say it's somebody's job, job. No, the job isn't raising morale right now. The job is to say what the reality is for Memphis right, right. at this point. Not to not to rah rah or tell us where we should be. It's, right. It's what's happening and it looks like your only shots if the ACC gets poached. Well, if all of this does happen this way, the which, Big 10 go to 24. You see that's out there? Yeah, I'm not, go I, to 24, take your Oregon, Washington, California, Stanford from the pack then more. add FSU, Clemson, Miami, UNC. Well, would the SEC sit by and let that I don't happen? think they'd say if if that ha- the SEC yeah. would say, "Well, no, UNC uh come on down here." You know, with SEC would rather have Florida State. They want Florida State, right? I, I mean, think, I, or would Florida not to this point? But they should. That's and Florida, Florida State's always uh, wanted to be there. Would Florida not let that happen politically? 
I don't know what the dynamics are there. They may say no, hell no. I'm saying Big Ten might see the value just going huge. Twenty four teams, right. UNC and those guys. They brother. Well, there's some. There's your value. But I'd be careful if I'm the SEC. Like I wouldn't like I wouldn't stick my nose too up too high up. I mean, I would try to add. You know, I would try to add. Uh, you know, your Clemson. I know South Carolina and Florida may balk at that. You can't add Clemson. You can't add Florida State. But but I would like I, I'm trying to still remain the predominant league in America. And if if the Big Ten adds Florida State and they add Clemson and they add though like North Carolina, like yeah, we're gonna lose ground. I mean, it's just the truth. They have they have more teams. They have and Big Ten be coast to coast. Yeah, they're coast to coast. I, I mean, really would be coast to coast in that twenty fourteen league if they could get their hands on FSU, Clemson, Miami, and UNC. It's just it's just and so twenty four with the other four. It, it's such a. It's such, you can't even recognize college sports anymore. Well, it, we're going to have to rename the conferences. The athletic point that out. Like it's that's right. We have to completely rename these conferences. What they're, you know, what they're going to be if we go to this. Well, stuff. the SEC doesn't have to do anything. They could chill. Yeah, you don't need to. They rename don't have the they SEC, don't, but, the, they, but they don't. I mean, I guess they, con, you got big, big, big ten. That's a twenty-four team league. Yeah, that's I mean, let's call it something else. Big twelve. Yeah, we have to. Yeah. big twelve. Same thing. Exactly. You're right. SEC. No, don't. I guess Oklahoma's not really southeast, but it's close enough. Whatever. You're not changing your name because you're bringing right, right, Oklahoma. right, 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 yes. right. You're right. The SEC don't need to touch. The others do though. You got a twenty-four team. No doubt. Big ten. Yeah, that's yeah, stupid. It's just an insult. I mean, it, right. I mean, we we can come up with some names. So, is there enough? After, if 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 it's poached like that, Big Ten or SEC or whatever, is there enough left in the ACC to still love what you what you see? If you're Memphis, absolutely there is. Well, what does the Big Twelve do? If they see the SEC going to twenty four and they see the Big Ten going, well, what to are they at now? They're going to be at tw- uh, they're going to be at uh, sixteen. So they're going to add yeah, the rest. Yeah, they're of the, at sixteen. They're going to add some more. They're going to add the ACC uh, rejects. Right, they're gonna add like your NC States, your Louisville's, your, um, you know, Miami's. Right, they're gonna do that, and then you're again, the best of the rest. You know, in your Mountain West. I mean, they could add Oregon State and Washington. I guess uh, Washington State. I guess you know, and and then they only have six more to fill. But I mean, all those all those schools are gonna get uh picked. Like Virginia Tech's gonna be a Big Twelve school, no doubt. Oh yeah, you know, I'll see that one. If they're if they're not an SEC school. If they're not a you know a, a Big Ten school, um, I mean, so you're talking like Pitt, Pitt maybe would be left out of that. NC State maybe would be left out of that. Um, you know, Syracuse. I don't you know like those are the type type of, uh, of of programs you would be talking about. None of which would move the meter for you from a value standpoint. It's the same problem that the Big Ten is saying with uh, you know Cal and Stanford. They're just like what you know why. They don't. They don't do anything for us. Why are we talking about bringing them in if they can't? You know, work, why? Why we do that? So, I don't know. It doesn't paint a, a pretty picture, man. It, but it hasn't for a while. I mean, what are we talking about this? Twenty years ago, this is you know the, the wheels were in motion for for this day. Um, well, let's not act like people weren't excited when the reports of your mark being around. Oh town, yeah, no. I mean, campus. we all like were. People, you know. And then of course they poured water on it, and they you know which was not a good and sign. It's going to become same old story again, but yeah. Yeah, we got it. Folks got excited. I mean, it's the first time we've heard a public, you know, visit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 a strange time in college athletics, and it's it's changing, it's evolving by the day. We'll watch. Why why won't we? That I mean, I don't think we watch because of conference affiliation. You know, we watch because it's fun. We watch because it's you know, it's it's uh, it's good. It's good product. 
that's not going to change. Uh, but what will change is maybe the way we feel about it emotionally, uh, which you know could be a big. I mean, it's a big driver, right? I mean, college athletics is about emotion and and feeling and love and. Um, well, yeah. just, the other point in surviving outside of whatever the power structure is, how, how does this all line up with the new college football playoff format? A little bit of what we got into the other day. Like, right. are the, are, what spots are still there and which ones aren't? Now that we're seeing the disintegration exactly right. of the Pac-12, do you still really have a spot at the table? I don't because know. Because that's the one thing you could sell, right. at least knowing that you're on the outside looking in right now. How does that all look after all of this movement. It's a, it's that's a, it's the, a great That's the question. big one for me as it relates to Memphis. Because it's more everything so on the table. Than AAC opening up and everything else. That's, that's, who knows if that even becomes a reality. What's, what's, is, was, what does this look like trying to survive on the outside? Do you still have the seat at the table in the college football playoff that you thought you were going to have in this new, in this new look landscape? You know, with all the, you know, what? And, and if you don't, what do you do? That you right, just keep right. going because if you don't, then I then I get with you back to the oh man. Well, then you have like to have, what what's the what's the point? Because every time Where's, I ever where, where does the excitement come every in? Every time what I bring this up, with, for example, Jeff and he'll join us at one twenty five. He says the same thing. He's like, well, you you've never been in a power league, so why would you change? Why would you it, it, you you know you've never done it and you've still operated a football program? Why all of a sudden would you not do it now? But I what I would say to that is. You operated the football program in hopes of one day it getting to a place where it's it's good and it and it and it ha- and it's been great and that that's good enough to get into a, a an invitation to a power league. Well, okay, how does that calculus change if I told you that you're never getting it, that it's done forever, like you you're you have no chance of getting an invite into a quote-unquote power league to an automatic qualifier league, how does that calculus change? And if it doesn't, because at some point, it can't just be about, uh, oh, it's a family. People love bringing their kids to the damn football games. Well, especially going six and six and seven and six. Because if that was the case, the USFL would just be around forever. The XFL would just be around forever. It's a family-friendly event. But guess what? It's bleeding money. Right? It bleeds money, and eventually they will not be here. They will go away. The big three will go away because it's not making money. So can you just operate at a loss and you just say, we do this for the community and we just – Again, you're saying if no call-up. Correct, yes. And then, and then also no – That's the part that you yes. didn't include just yes. now. Yes. If you're including that, then I'm with you. It's tough to sell. It's I mean, a tough sell. I, I, existentially. How do you get people excited? Right. About a product that's already hard to get people excited about as it is. Because it costs money to operate. It costs money to pay your coach as well. It costs money to be a destination job, to have that thing proud. It does. Well, and how do you keep that level of investment if there's no right. carrot in front of those I, investors, in front of those ambassadors? What, 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 what is the difference between I'm – just, I'm just asking this question. If you can't get an invite to a power league and you can't – and you don't have a spot right, at the table for the playoff. What is the difference between Memphis football and Rhodes? I mean, there's really not. Yeah, but and I still got to hope that won't be able to change. They'll have to keep a spot for the little guy, for the for the those outside the power structure, whatever they do. They'll have to keep a spot because, right. as you've pointed out, with the antitrust stuff. Yes, I'm hopeful yes. that that will remain right, and that that becomes again that's that's your carrot. Being the best outside, best of the little guys still at the table, staying in the mix that way. Can you can you can you stay hot that way? You know, if you still got a seat at the table, 
It's, it won't be easy. But again, I, I tell you, with what's left out there, you know, with your level of investment, you should be right there at the top of that uh, at the top of that pile. Again, you know, hard to say with so much movement, but hopefully that spot remains there for a Memphis and anybody else. What, what I spot. what I really worry about from a from a like a a big picture standpoint is can can these schools that that group off into these these leagues now the SEC can they just can they just decide to secede basically? From the NCAA, NCAA yeah. and say because the college football playoffs are already separate than the NCAA, can they? And we've talked about this before. Can the can the NCAA tournament, for example, go from being like the SEC, everybody's eligible for it, to the SEC, the Big Ten, and the Big Twelve have their own? I mean, we'd still watch it; wouldn't be the same. They've sold Cinderella, little guy can win, and then Memphis. That's can't been get in the that. story of the tournament. Yeah. So you you would literally be changing fundamentally what it is. That's part of why we watch. That's part of what makes that. I mean, thing San Diego State made the championship game. That's that's it. I mean, if you're cutting that off, what are we talking about? Look at FAU's run last. Right, year. FAU like, are, made the final. What, four. what are we talking about here? You right. do that, you take away from some of that. You know, the real the real character of that's the, what makes that tournament so great. Exactly, because unlike so, football, you actually feel like you know any team can make a run. It's six games. It's evenly matched for the most part. Like, I mean, yeah, I. I I, that that to me would be the true nightmare scenario is if these teams decide to do that. I don't know if they can. I don't know what legally like what they're you know, because um, I think you know the NCAA has a television contract, right? So I don't know what that, and and they may not they may not feel the need to do that. I mean, I mean a, a Big East team won it last year, but I, it gets it gets it gets complicated. Then you're talking about Big East is a big basketball league, but it's not a big football. It doesn't even have football for the most you know they doesn't. So what do you do there? Yeah, I don't know. Like these are these are, but these are real conversations though. Like these are, you know, you never wanted to have to get to this point, but I think they are real um, and they're here. And college sports, as we know them, are changing rapidly. I'll by be honest with you, I'm Laird Veach. I'm not getting much sleep at night. No way. Just in terms of the shaky ground I'm standing on right now. Right. You know where I want to be and how. You know, at one time maybe I felt like it was close. That feels so far away. Now, now, now who you calling? Like you know, you just applying to the Pac-12. That thing's disintegrated. What do you do now? You get you, you get your contacts in the ACC. Get, hey, what's going to happen? There's going to be enough right. left. We want to come over. Like you know, there's there's nothing. You know, the, then then the pressure obviously with football and to get that to get that fixed. And to your point, if they're if they're left out in the future outside this power structure, but more importantly outside of a chance to be in the college football playoff, how do you sell that? Just all of that uncertainty. You know. Yep. Tough it's, gig. It's, as tough as it's ever been. It is no doubt. Uh, anyway, uh, Norton Hurt, the fourth, is going to join us at twelve twenty-five. Talk to him about Jaquan Walton, this Memphis basketball trip in the Dominican. Uh, lots to come. Stick around, Jason and John, ninety turn FM. Yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink. What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Room temperature semiconductor. Bang! Bang! Superconductor, not even semi. A superconductor, Jason. Do you know what this means for humanity? Neither do I. But we do have football tonight. Hall of Fame game. Okay. We have now I'm back. the Jets. I can understand this. The Browns for all the marbles. A little bit of Hickskin. Seven o'clock on the dot. You're in your drop tr- top cruising the streets watching Zach Wilson take snaps as the starter for the New York Jets tonight. The Cleveland Browns will, uh, by all accounts, start uh, DTR. Remember him from UCLA? P- proud Big Ten member, UCLA. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so no Deshaun, no Aaron. I believe uh, uh, Robert Sala is, uh, I think he's undefeated in the preseason. I don't think he's ever lost. So, uh, the Jets coach. So, uh, obviously, fade him at your own risk. This guy is a uh, preseason god. He's one of the best. He's, he's Not the, better than Baltimore. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Remember how good they are? Yeah, they are good. You're I right. don't know if that streak still lives, but it's they had won some crazy yeah, I remember that. number I remember of that. preseason games in a row. Anyway. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is one of those things where, uh, not unlike slam ball, you'll watch it oh, for gosh. a few minutes. You'll be like, man, this is great. Football's back. And then you'll be like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> and then you'll turn it off. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, no, it's it, it will be nice just to get the presentation. But it's short-lived because it's, I mean, I can't sit here and make you, you know, why on earth? Would, are you supposed to care about a Jets-Browns preseason game where neither starting quarterback is playing? I mean, it's, it's absurd unless you're betting on it. So it's not like I, mean, I, I can sit here and convince you, oh, man, we got to, you know, the, you know oh, the Browns second unit. <laughs> like, come on, we're in Memphis, Tennessee. But it is still the first game of the season. That's correct. Uh, you know, the Hall of Fame game. And several uh, inductees going into the Hall of Fame tonight, as we've already talked about. So... Uh, it'll be nice as a visual uh, just to have it. They finished the preseason last year. Again, the Baltimore's not playing tonight. John has told you. That's that's Jets and, and, and the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, dude, the Browns. But the Baltimore Ravens have won 23 straight preseason games. It's great. And they finished off last preseason, was twenty. took it to 23. Man. That's absurd. It is. It is. Um, 
They care more than anybody. Seven o'clock tonight. And watch a few. Watch a quarter. You know, get the itch. Watch a quarter, and then get on with the rest of your night. You told us to take the over. I heard Jeffrey Wright say he's on the under. Wow. Who will be right? Our man Adam said. Uh, our man Adam Chernoff of RAS. Yeah, you and Adam are the on over. the over. And he has the Jets plus two and a half. And They're, what is the number? Now it's Jets minus two, and uh, Browns uh, in to- team total under. 33 and a half. He gave out over 31 and a half. Okay. So it's moved. They both moved. Um, anyway, uh, preseason action back tonight uh, in the NFL Jets and Browns. Next story. Spent some time on Tigers and their game against the Dominican national team there in the first hour. What we did not talk about with the Tigers is the fact that the bracket is out for the battle for Atlantis. Now, we had a pretty good indication that they would be taking on Michigan in the first game already, but now we have the full bracket and alongside the Tigers on that side of the bracket after Michigan, who they will open with to start the uh, battle for Atlantis, Arkansas and Musselman. Uh, An Arkansas team that, much like Memphis, got a bunch of transfers, a lot of change. That's typically how it goes under Musselman, but one that'll be, uh, I suppose, again, you know, picked highly in the SEC and everything else. So, and, and again, and Giannato touched on this in his column about it, you know, Arkansas-Memphis got a great former, you know, heated history and past in terms of tradition, you know, playing back in the, the 90s and the early 2000s would be great um, just to have this back on regularly. All that said, nice little draw. That, tough draw, I, I would say, getting Michigan out. Now Arkansas has got to get past Stanford in its first-round matchup to, to get to the Memphis-Michigan winner, but you have to like, uh, you know, in terms of opportunity, it's just another one for Memphis added to the deck. Of, uh, of non-conference opportunities in terms of adding to that NCAA tournament resume, getting out of that 8-9 seed slot, you know, you, you've got a chance to pick up some, some wins this, uh, this non-conference schedule that could really put some hay in the barn. There's no question about it. Again, you knock off Michigan, Arkansas, get to a final against, it'll be either UNC, Villanova, Texas Tech, Northern Iowa on that other side, you're off to a great start. Uh, also points out, too, that these should be the first games we suspect that Penny Hardaway will be back as coach after serving the three-game suspension from the NCAA uh, over the first three, which is two bye games in the the row game at Missouri. Mm-hmm. And so Penny should be back on the on the sideline for this one. And hopefully, you've got a DeAndre Williams out there with everything we saw yesterday down in the uh, Dominican Republic, and uh, you could be rolling. Be nice to win one of these. Yeah, I know, and and they could. Cause, I mean, because historically they have not performed well. A lot of that mob was obviously you know here lately. My time with Josh there, they were awful. In these in these tournaments, including out in Maui, uh, including I mean the Battle for Atlantis, they lost to Tubby and uh, that Minnesota team that had Andre Hollins. It was not a good look. Yep. That year, and so yeah, it'd be nice to go down here and win one of these things. You certainly feel like you got the roster that can do it, but takes a lot. And uh, yeah, you'll have you'll start out with two tough ones against Michigan and, uh, and Arkansas. If you, I, I think you get the wins. I think they'll be favored against Michigan. I don't probably I, so. I don't think they will be favored against Arkansas though. Who was the now Michigan lost a lot, including Dickinson, but who was they brought in some dude. Uh, Ivy League guy or something like that got highlighted. Maybe it's not Ivy. They League. lost. They lost Dickinson and they lost uh, Kobe. Then uh, the Kobe kid, Buffkin and uh-huh. Jed Howard. Two, but they right. And he brought in some transfers. A couple of them were decent. I'm trying to think of who the I guess most publicized. I don't know. But I don't. I don't think there are top maybe maybe it's not, maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. Like oh no, I don't think so either. Yeah. I'm with you that they'll be favored. I just don't. I don't think that's a. You know, some gimme game. No, it's not. And, and, I mean, there's pressure on Jawan. Like yeah. it can't be a gimme game. Right. Michigan's in no position to be giving those away. Right now with where he is. Yeah. So uh, challenging, 
I, I like the fact that you get Arkansas second game. Hopefully, if they knock off Stanford, I, I love that. That's a quality win against a team that should be good again in the SEC. Oh, and Arkansas is loaded. I'm just looking at it right yeah. now. They, they are, they are, They'll be ranked. Borzell's got him 14th in the, mm-hmm. in the preseason poll. North Carolina's 15th. Uh, remember, Arkansas brought in your friend, Khalif Battle. Love him from Temple. I yeah. wanted him at one point, but Penny did pretty darn good. And you know who else they have? Who? Tremont Mark. Oh, yeah, I remember Tremont. And remember they Bromley of Houston. Yes. And they hit and, the shot. And uh, a, a, a will be lottery pick, uh, Trayvon Brazil is back. He, remember, he tore his ACL early in the season last year. He is a beast. I mean, they're going to be. Are you telling me you'd rather have not had them then or waited till the final to have them? Is that your take? I mean, it you'd really rather would, have them on the other side of the bracket. It wouldn't matter because Carolina's right behind Give them with me the Baycott and R.J. Davis. I mean, so it, I, either, either way, it's going to be very hard. Um, to, to win that second game, no matter who it would have been. I mean, Villanova might even Tigers be. Tigers would be ranked in the 20s after uh, beating Missouri on the road. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I If not higher, if they got DeAndre, they might star higher. Yes. Yeah. Might be in the teens. But it's going to be a – I mean, it's, it, it, people think that Memphis is going to run through this. That is false. Oh, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know who's saying that. Who's saying Memphis is going to run through this? There's some people saying that. But I don't I, I don't think Memphis is the favorite by any stretch of the imagination uh, to, to win this thing. They could, but I, don't, I think they're probably third. Well, they put Arkansas and, and North Carolina up. Yeah, and then you'd be right there. Um, but, uh, look, it's it's part of the schedule, right? I mean, it's all part of what you're trying to do. Give yourself a chance, and that's what they'll have in this uh, in this field. Yeah. So I like it. I like the non-conference schedule. You got another opportunity to add a big win Yep. Uh, against Arkansas if you can be past Michigan. All right, we'll come back. Norton Hurd, the fourth, is going to join us. We'll talk about uh, Jaquan Walton's addition to Memphis, what he what he uh, liked from uh, the, the the game yesterday, from what he was able to see. All that and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I need to turn to him. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports, now open with better odds and favorable prices with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. His name is Norton Hurd, the fourth. Coach Hurd here in Memphis. Team Thad Program Director and Coach, Entrepreneur, Businessman. You can follow him on Twitter at Dream Big Herd and on IG at I Am Coach Herd. He joins us now. He who is a former coach of one Jaquan Walton, the latest addition to the Tigers basketball team. Herd from Las Vegas. How about Jaquan Walton in the addition to the uh, the Tigers? One of your former studs. Can you hear me in the yeah, library? There. there, we got you now. We got you now, brother. <laughs> okay, good afternoon. I hope y'all hear me clearly. Uh, no, Jaquan Walton, yeah, former player, man. Uh, 
awesome player. I been thinking Jaquan was the class of 2019, and he always had a lot, a lot of upsides for his size. And, his, you know, he played a guard position, and he shot it so well last year in the AAC, one of the best three-point shooters. At one stretch or one month, he might average like 20 points. And so I think it was a huge addition uh, for a Penny Hardaway and Stanberry and his staff to add, and I think it makes it – Really exciting for Tiger fans this upcoming year. Take us back, Coach. Uh, John and I were trying to figure it out uh, last week when they added him. How long did you did you have him a summer? Did you have him two summers? We knew you had him. He was playing well for you. How long did you have Jaquan? Uh, we had Jaquan, uh, I believe, a couple summers. Awesome. Uh, usually with those guys from out of town, you have them the last year or two, and that's the kind of way I never hear you about who they with the last year or a year or two. So he was – it's funny because he was on the team with uh, – Damian Ball, it's how high stuff circle around. Yep. Yeah, he was on the team with Damian Ball. And 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 he was. I mean, Memphis was after him the initial go around, right? I mean, they really wanted him to be a part of it the first time. It didn't work out. But I mean, it seems like Penny has had his eye on Jaquan for for you know three four years now. Yes, Memphis was originally on Jaquan. Uh, he originally went to Georgia and then Wichita State, uh, and, of course, he blew up and the coach uh, left there. And so, no, no, Memphis was on them, you know, really hard. I think at that time, though, 2019 was Memphis' big class, though. So yep. they didn't – I don't think it hurt much at the time looking, you know, for a scene because I think the 2019 class, when I had Jaquan, that was Wiseman in them class, too. Malcolm and all yep. them, so uh, telling them because they so they went there or whatever. But no, they had the eye on him and to get him full circle as a mature kid. I think they just got him at the right time because you know I feel like Jaquan is a kid like we see all the time that right out of high school he was talented, but he needs to mature mentally and physically. And now he's he is a really really good college player. That's what I was just about to ask you. So you saw him. I mean, you you had him for a couple of years. He's one thing. Then you see him now. You just talked about the maturity being a big part of that. Just in terms of how his game has changed from the time that you had him to now, what's what's the biggest difference? Is he more? Is it more efficiency, more score? Just how's that game changed as well to go with the maturity? I think it's just more mentality, maturity, and his body has gotten better. Jaquan Walton has always been good. I remember seeing him at 16 years old, and he was close to six seven, and he was throwing all this stuff with the ball, and I was like. This is one of the best 15 or 16 year old kids I have seen. But, you know, maturely, like Jaquan is actually still, to be in college so long, he's still young. Jaquan entered college at like 17 years old. So he was a year behind. Mm. And so I knew he would need it to, you know, uh, get it going and go from that standpoint. So, no, he always been good. Uh, he could shoot. He hit like five threes, I remember, in Indianapolis that summer when Bill Self was on the front row and he had got that Kansas offer. Then he kind of continued to blow. After that term, he kind of had blew up, jumped high in the rankings. And you you know the story of team that guard and all that, and he blew up and uh, and, and went from there. So, But to shoot it that well in college, what he'd been through last year, I just think I think it give Memphis. To get him and JQ this late, man, I I think it's phenomenal for the program. Yeah, I mean, people are you know reacting to the loss yesterday, but I mean that that Dominican team got some dogs on it, and I mean they're about to play for the World Cup. I mean they're going in two weeks. They'll be playing World Cup qualifying against Jaron and them. Yeah, yeah. Mm, against Jaron, 
U.S. The yeah. U.S. team. Oh, like, yeah. That, that team, they, yeah, that team Memphis played last night, the Dominican national team that had Lester on it, is about to be in this FIBA World Cup that's going against Team USA and Spain and so everything just, I, My point so, is, like, even though they lost, like, there's really, there's really no reason to get worked up about that because that's a team that really has to win a game like that. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, Memphis, you know, we're – we're dealing with Memphis fans, and that's the great thing about them. They're so passionate. But, no, yesterday, you got to understand, Jaquan and JQ were in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, right. so they, and they're going against all these trolls. So I don't think that's uh, anything to worry about. I don't care if they've been practicing eight months, one game in, in July, where, what is August now? Uh, at the beginning of August, is not nothing to get worked up about. When, you know, real season in November, and whether they blew the team out yesterday – I wouldn't have been superly impressed with them losing. I'm not worried. Like, I, I know they where they're supposed to be. I think this team, with the conference we in now, uh, with the veterans we have, with the experience we have, with the already proven stats of college guys, I think this team got a chance to be good. Now, I I'm, really do. I'm with I, – I, and I wonder, because you, you, you're dealing with it now, you know, on, on the circuit strong, the Nike and the players that you're getting. When you've got, like – if you look at Penny's pieces, your guy Jaquan Walton, he you know he led Wichita State last year in scoring. David Jones was taking the most shots at, at St. John's. Caleb Mills and everything he was for Florida State, and you're putting all that together and saying, okay, now go you know go develop some chemistry. It just feels like the guy you mentioned, Javon Quinterly, so key. It's so key. It feels like that you have the right point guard when you've got so many of those guys coming from places where they were the guy. How, how key is? You know Javon's play, the play of the point guard. You know in this system with so many, you know so many scores. I mean, I think you just hit it on the head, uh, Jason. One thing about that that I didn't realize you just brought to my attention with it being so many scores, you gotta have a good point. And I always, lo- you know, I always love point guards. I think I value point guards. I think if you got a couple good point guards, your team could even go further than it's supposed to go. But yeah, you have to have the right leadership. And you have from the point guard and coach's perspective when you're dealing with a lot of scores and a lot of egos. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Penny can deal with it. But, yeah, you definitely have to because roles have to be changed and developed and stuff like that. But that's a good thing. You rather have them than not have them. But, yeah, J.Q. Jelly can definitely get the job done. Quinley can get the job done. And uh, I think it's just an exciting year. And not to be off subject because – I haven't, you know, I deal with not just Memphis hoops all over the country, where middle school, high school, college, NBA. Is the Andre stuff over, or do he still got a chance? And I know that ain't got nothing to do with today, but I'm just that just came to my head too. Like, oh, if they had another big, it could get even crazier. Is the DeAndre stuff fully over or with the waiver? Because I haven't been keeping up with that lately. No, they're still waiting and hoping and optimistic they're going to get it. Yeah, he didn't make the trip. They they haven't practiced him or anything else because they don't want to get anybody's hopes up. But they're. You know, they got Penny's attorney on it. They still feel good they're going to get the waiver. But there's been no word on it, though, heard in terms of it's still up in the air. If they, if they okay. get him, John and I are of the belief your ceiling becomes perhaps elite. You know, like, it's, it's, a, it's a, still a huge difference maker on what's a yeah, talented team, but you add DeAndre, it's a different level. Sounds like you, you agree that they need him. Well, no, I was just thinking. I think that as so, John, Jason, whichever one of y'all, when you say elite with DeAndre, you mean elite, eight elite? How elite are we talking? Yeah, I mean, I think that should be on the table. I mean, second weekend. Second absolutely. weekend, making a sweet 16, I think that's, you know, you're talking about that can be the ceiling if I mean, you got a DeAndre. No doubt, in my mind. Do you disagree? No, I kind of agree uh, with the, you know, I kind of agree with you guys. I make sure we're on the same. I think yeah. second weekend, for sure, with DeAndre, uh, with, with his experience and, and, and his stats and what he has done in college basketball.
How important is that? I mean, look, it's not like um, it's it's not like it's an ultimatum, right? It's not like it's a all right, you know, Penny in Memphis. It's time to go to the Sweet Sixteen or else. It's not like that. But just in terms of how badly the program needs it, having you know it having been by then, I think it'd be fifteen years uh, by the time the Sweet Sixteen rolls around. It had been fifteen years since the program had reached the Sweet Sixteen. How desperately does this program need that? Just for its brand and validation, even though Penny is doing really good things around it, right? I mean, it, it, it still feels like that has to come with it. How, how big would that be for the program just from a national standpoint if they can finally break through and, and end that drought? I, I think it would be huge, uh, John, now that you mentioned it. Uh, I don't think – I don't know if it's a desperate standpoint because I think the brand is still good because Penny's the coach and you're still getting so many high-level guys. Right. And I think the brand is still good. So I don't want to say desperate, but I think it will be huge and it will be the icing on the cake and it will be what the players and fans and city and coaches deserve and where we feel like with certain teams, this is where we're supposed to be. We feel like we that status. So I think it would be huge not to bring another program up, but I think it kind of like how, uh, you know, Arkansas feel like they big time and then the last couple of years – they were able to get back to that. I think it had yep. been around the same thing about 15 years since it happened. Maybe, you know, I'm off a few years, and I think it would do the same thing to Memphis basketball. Like, I think it would be unbelievable. And the thing is, I really want it. Y'all know I'm, I got kids everywhere in the country, so I, I represent a lot of, you know, support a lot of kids and programs. But I think for Memphis it would be big, too, how he bounced back because, let's be real, Memphis could have had Florida Atlantic season off of we just a player two away. Yep. You get what I mean? So, really, I feel like they could have did this last year or whatever, you know, the winner of that game. So, it's like coming back doing it, I think it would even be so much special because everybody know that, you know, we're not trying to talk loser basketball, but everybody know like Memphis really could have did this last year and we was just a player away. So, to come back and do it, I think it would be awesome. Exactly. You were right there last year. It's a, a point I keep making to John. What What's, you know, Penny and them last uh, yesterday had to get off uh, off the bus because it was a circus and there's cars illegally parked and walked uh, four football fields on into the arena where there were 8,000 weight on them. It was like they were a piece of meat for the for the national team. <laughs> pretty t- pretty tough environment to coach in for a team that you just now got together, right? You even picked up Jalen Young on the way down there. What is the toughest coaching environment that Norton Hurd the fourth has ever had to had to coach in the middle of it? Is is it the Peach Jam and the championship level, or is it some uh, you know some gym where you didn't have AC one year and you had folks all breathing down your neck? What's been the toughest coaching environment for you over your tenure? It, it'd be a little both of everything because you had a Peach Jam where. Yeah, it might be more security in space, but it's crazy crowd. Then you have the back gyms where it's like everybody's standing over everybody. Uh, but this might sound funny, Jason and John. Any gym that my parents have to sit behind me is intense, okay? So, <laughs> so as long as they on the other side, I'm good wherever we play. We can play at Rutgers Park or whatever. <laughs> On the other side, where I get the kids to focus. So that's the toughest thing when the parents are sitting. And I think even at the college games, that's funny. They have them removed the parent section. Y'all know, yeah, used to be right behind the bench. I don't know if y'all even keep up with that. They're like to the side now, they're up. But no, uh, what Memphis had to go through yesterday called me crazy. It was very tough. But I kind of like stuff like that. I kind of tell my kids and people in my circle, Adversity, I think, you know, and I try to tell parents that with young kids because they try to make everything perfect for them, 
And I think adversity brings uh, character, brings team bonding. And so from the 400 feet and all that, I like stuff like that. I like sometimes for stuff to be a little messed up in the game and let's see how we get through it and we challenge. And I think you, it makes you a better ball club, a better individual and all the above. Yeah. Uh, Heard, appreciate you as always. I know you have a few uh, dissertations you got to get back to in that Vegas library, man. So, uh, man, I, I just I tell you every time you come on, I'm like, where's Heard at? Oh, he's in Vegas. I just I, I just appreciate your your commitment to research. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a library, John. Here, East Las Vegas Library, one of the best ones here. I will send you the send you the link, and I've been blessed. <laughs> and I've been blessed. A few more, I'm gonna send y'all a link. And I've been blessed. I come back in another couple months because it's a big camp here with some of my kids. Yeah. The last thing I want to say before I leave, Memphis fans. Uh, my sister, I, I didn't tell y'all this, but Jaquan's mo- mother, Kendall Walton, is like my sister. Like, we still – I talk to her a lot more than him. And she loves Memphis. She's ready to come to the game. I want everybody to treat her with joy because they come and do some great things uh, this year. And I didn't tell her how great the city was, the fans was. And she, being a visitor, she's seen it too. But Kendall Walton, Jaquan's mother, she just she, – she's a great lady, and, and I'm glad to have her on my our side now. Love Y'all welcome her with open arms. Absolutely. Hey, and by the way, um, get into those science books in that East Vegas library. There's a uh, there's reports of a room temperature superconductor. So maybe you can sort of come back with some info on that from the library when you get oh, back to Memphis. Are you talking about? It's a it's a big development in the scientific community, as you know, Herd. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that, John. I appreciate that. I'm get on. All right, my man. Be good. Appreciate Thanks. you, Coach. Yep. All right. Yeah, he is Norton Herd the fourth. Uh, joins us. Uh, you know, just to, it's like it's like where is Norton Heard now? Most likely, it's Vegas, but he might be somewhere else. Dude, when you got all them elite players and all them camps out there, you're gonna be back and forth. Dude, I'm finna start coaching players just so I can get out to Vegas as much as Heard. <laughs> exactly. This is how the elite do it. Yeah, everything's in Las Vegas. Watch and learn. Damn, uh, it, it everything might... is in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's a basketball center of the world now. Uh, the NBA's I, trying to make it. I, that. I need my son to be an elite player. I mean, I because I need to be out in Vegas. Young yeah. Mike. Some excuses, man. Yeah, we. Are get... any progress on names? No. Oh, okay. okay. No, I just no, want to no. check the temperature and move on because I, I can understand if that gets a little hot sometimes. Yeah, I said, can we can we compromise? How about a little Patty Maddie? Just not Maddie, but... or just guarantee us guarantee the city. Oh, I can guarantee you it won't be your Maddie. Your son's name won't be Maddie. No, no, no. Okay, no. that's good. Because they call him Matty Pump, and it is. Come on, man. Like you're you're the lesser version. Yeah. No, I'm saying, and it sounds like it. No, it's not. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, okay. I mean, uh, you know, I, honestly, one name that we did think about was, and this is like the, always the, the existential thing. Like my daughter loves the movie Luca. You know, Luca's a popular name. Luca's a great player. Luca's a, uh, I think, a, a good name. But we know somebody that has a son named Luca, so it feels, you know, it feels uh, like you're like you're like biting that name. So it's really a no go for me as well. Did you worry My about name that when is Luca? W- w- did you worry about that, that song? No. I live on the second floor. No. I live upstairs. But how can I? How can I name my son after? Didn't that have that song? A, 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 a player that's never going to win anything. I mean, I, it seems seems stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do that. Is it after the player? Or is it after the cartoon? I don't know. Probably, probably after neither. Really. This is it, isn't it? And it, 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 this is the song. It, does a woman sing this? And her name was Luca. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, her name was not Luca. No, I thought that's what the that's what the the, the lyrics are though, right? Oh yeah, the lyrics are. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't Suzanne say the Vega artist. is right. the artist. Oh. The, the lyrics are "My name is Luca." Here. Okay. My name is Luca. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I live on the second floor. Is this Jewel? No, he just said who it was. I can't remember. Suzanne Vega. Okay, I've never heard of her. Yes, I think you've seen me before. Where is this from? It's a 90s banger, bro. Like a, like a, it was out there. Jason's a sleeper. He knows more than he lets on. 90s. I just got it. I know the movies, just music. It was my time. Gotcha. Yeah. My name is Lisa. When you said Luca, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I thought you the same thing. Your, you don't want your kid to have to go through that. I don't think he, they would, but uh, yeah. It, I'm, I'm glad you brought this. It's, it sounds like Jewel to me. That's who it sounds like. I mean, it has that 90s. Female Suzanne singer vibe. They had a lot of that yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Raspy voice kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, maybe we'll name uh, him Suzanne Vega. That's, that, that's a good one. How about Norton? Norton's a good one. Norton is a, 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 a goat. Yeah. But so, uh, it's a name you don't see as much anymore. No, we're, it's true, but we, it would have to be Norton Ernest. I mean, I'd have to, you know, be balanced and fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. That Now, that would be the greatest. He would be the greatest grassroots coach ever with those two names, right? Norton. Ernest. Ernie. Yeah. I didn't even think that that, I, I, is that his, that, I guess that's, that's his, his real, real name. name. Yeah, Ernest. Is it with an E-A or just E-R-N-E-S-T? No, no A. Okay. It's not like, yeah. Ernest Kuyper. Ernest Kuyper. The, That'd uh, be greatest uh, grassroots coach in the history. Ernest Kuyper proud. Ernest Kuyper hard. Ernest. Ernest. Yeah. Get Hardaway in there. Yeah, well, I don't know if we can do that, but Ernest Kuyper, proud alum of Dakota Westland and the University of Memphis. Ernie actually has a degree from Memphis. I did not he know. Did. That. I didn't know that. Yeah, he has a. He didn't graduate from Dakota Westland though. He did play quarterback there, but he graduated from Memphis. So quarterback. Yeah, play quarterback. Now it's like one of those wishbone, like hand the ball off fifty-five times. Couldn't he can't complete a pass, save his life. But he was, you know, the guy that took the snap. Yeah. Okay. So much respect. I mean, that's what Memphis is is going to be, basically Dakota Westland. If they don't uh, find well, a way to you have your league. way, it ain't my way. If I had my way, they'd get in the Big Twelve. But that's dead. ACC or bust, bro. They're not getting into the ACC. Not they, the ACC as we know it. Even the ACC as you don't know it. As we don't know it's going to be better than the AAC. Tell you that. The ACC will go the way of the Pac-12. You just saw it happen. It'll dissolve the, the same ACC way. The ACC will not dissolve. Man, they don't care. There's they, too much still over there left. You got higher hopes than I do. Uh, anyway, Jeff Cog is going to join us at 125. We'll see what he thinks about all this and more. Stick around. Jason DeJohn, ID Turn FM, ESPN. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 